Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Oh, Lord, if I had a nickel. People just keep walking up to me saying, you look great. Why are the whites of your eyes so white? Why is your face so unbloated? Donna, this is the least bloated my face has been. Yeah, it looks pretty good. In probably six months or maybe a year. Truly, I think that's one of these things that this juice cleanse is doing. Somebody else just emailed and said, all right, fine. I'll bite. What's the link? They're getting wow. signed up now. I mean, the cleanse is coming to an end, and people are saying, no, we want more of it. We need to call them right now and say, do you know how many people we have sent over to your website? Yeah, I mean, you get the, we can't even say their, their name again because we've given them so much free advertising. You, and if you do sign up, will you please mention that Donna and Steve from my talk? Say Steve and Donna, but I mean, I'm a little Whatever. more All right, fine. a cheerleader here. All right, that's, that's I'm true. dragging your body along. I'm dead weight. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really it's really cool to see it. But it does. It I will just say it does feel good to lose a little bit of I think the puffiness water weight that I've had. I agree. You and know, I feel like this feels you know pu- encouraging. You drink? Do you drink a lot of beer, Steve? Yes, yeah. IPAs, heavy IPAs that are like a thousand calories each. Yeah, same. And I I mean I I don't any as much anymore. I kind of switched to you know cocktails and stuff. But you know that's how hipster I am. Um, the fancy cocktail known as a rum and coke and oh, gin and tonic. Yeah, I like but, I like whiskey a lot too. Don't you feel like there's since the era of good beer has kind of entered our world, so has the age of you know puffy men. Yes, you know it's it's funny that you Rocco. That's a very honest thing to say, and once you realize it, I won't say any names because my I have been the person. I mean, I have looked in a mirror. Even just a few weeks ago, like before when I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just, I got to do something hard here and just give up drinking any alcohol for the rest of this year. Cause I, I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, you look puffy and you don't look like you're physically thriving right mm. now. And I'm not even trying to Me go too. like the whole rise and grind and I'm not doing that. It's just like, you know, you looked and then if you look around Rocco, after you see it in the mirror, it's like when you buy a car and then all you see are that make and model. <laughs> yeah. You start looking around and you see people and you think, oh, there's probably about, you know, 10 pounds of just puffiness that is attributable, attributable to drinking too regularly. And these heavy beers, which, by the way, it ain't a Bud Light that's like 180 calories. These are IPAs that are three and four, 500 calories, and they're loaded with. They are? With carbs and all sorts they of stuff. They are that high in They calories? are very... Yeah. You get an IPA, you get a stout in you. How about a, like an Imperial Stout Rock? I mean, right. it's like a meal replacement. They call it stout for a reason. No, I say that as a, I, I'm completely puffy and I got to do something about it. Yeah, but that's too. one thing about this juice cleanse is that they kind of say on their website, one of the things is, you know, stop drinking alcohol. That's a problem. Especially because it messes with your sleep. And they're kind of mm-hmm. big sleep advocates on this uh, juice cleanse hmm. people here. 
Yeah, and you know, that's one thing I've done too. I have taken melatonin um, the first two nights of the cleanse. And part of that is admitting my own weakness. I don't want to stay up and feel hungry late at night, which is when my brain says, dude, everybody's asleep. Let's snack. Because that's that's what happens when I drink um, beer at night or whiskey, whatever. Sitting there relaxing. I got a Disney Plus show on. I got a drink and I'm like, you know, it'd be good chips and then i can eat an entire bag of chips you know what else sounds good do we have any more of those ice cream bars in the freezer Why go out get one of those this instead don't buy that stuff <laughs> right and then you won't have access to it at night i don't live alone and i live with a woman who likes to buy this stuff and likes having it accessible for the children she is like they will remember her for being the one with the green light for all of the snack food hmm and uh, and the dentist, they probably kiss her when they see her. Oh, my child, come to me. <laughs> because we, uh, we have that stuff. It's, you have to both be on totally the same page. And then you got all this carby stuff, like all these cereals is a real kryptonite for me. End of the night, I just want to load up a huge oh, bowl of cereal. Oh, cereal after 10 p.m. is the best. I have to say that by day two on this thing, I didn't even care if I was eating or not. I I, I didn't feel as hungry. The first day, even though I had no solid food for you know thirty six hours, I was like, I'm fine now. I think one of the reasons that that might be the case is because day one was tougher than day two. I think that's because that first day you kind of flush out a bunch of the crap that is in your body, the blood sugar resettles so that you're not thinking you're hungry, even though you're not. And so maybe that first day flush helps to reset your system a little bit where you're actually hearing like, am I hungry? Do I actually need more nutrition? Because so much of it is is mental. Like think when you smell something good, you want to eat it, but it doesn't mean that you're hungry. It doesn't mean that your right. body without smelling that would tell you now is the time that we need to eat. Right. It's your, you smell it. Your brain says, Ooh, that smells good. We should eat it. Remember all that. And then you get like this dopamine thing that's going on. Yes. That's so much of the difficulty is breaking through those patterns so that you're aware of when does my body need food. <laughs> and my my children, it's not as often as we think, and that's the that's the the great education in all of this. Hmm. Rocco, how have you grown as a person? <laughs> I've grown. Um, I you know I just I, I like I said I got that. Uh, oh, it's almost eleven eleven. I got that receipt today when I bought a juice and a packet of uh, cantaloupe, and it was eleven eleven. I love how much you love eleven eleven. I as do. much as I do. I it do. used to be a feature on our show until Steve gave me the gave me the stink eye. That's, he was like, Stop interrupting me by saying it's eleven eleven. That I don't think that that's yeah, how that, that happened. happened. I I could sense. Well, you know what we could do? <laughs> we are we we're nine seconds away from eleven eleven eleven. Yeah. What yeah. should we do? Should we something. all hold hands or something? Yeah. Here we go. Three, two Turn the chance up. That was perfect three-part oh, harmony. Go. That was awesome. Uh, so there's your juice cleanse update. I'm, that nobody wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, do you realize there have been like 20 people who have emailed us and we've created change in their life? Yes, I do. And the others are just dragging their feet. <laughs> when we come back.
We have a study. The top sounds that trigger happy memories. What comes to mind for you? What's a sound that you hear that... Mm, I got one. Makes me feel good. Do you want me to save it? Save it for layaway. We'll get into the study when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello. Hello. Welcome back and thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show. That's us, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty pretty good. Uh, we should remind uh, people that you can listen to my talk as podcasts. How exciting is that? Great reminder. Thanks, Steve. Uh, there are new episodes of Deep in the Shallow that are out right now. Uh, you can check out other my talk original podcasts, plus all of your favorite live shows or podcasts. This is great original content available as a podcast online. A podcast. A podcast. Somebody else just emailed. I know. I need the cleanse. I mean, I'm just, I'm so sick of me. (laughs) Oh, somebody else. Okay. Okay. Now I need the link too. I mean, I feel like now I'm working the sales department for squeeze. Okay. There you go. There it is. All right. Oh, somebody, uh, honest to goodness. Another one. Just this second. Okay. Already. What's the website again? I thought you said squeeze.com. But that is a website that would be appropriate for Money Monday. Ooh, I'll look into it. Hmm. I had breast cancer last year and had four reconstruction surgeries. My system definitely needs some cleansing. Love you guys. That is Shannon. Shannon, I am sending you... All the best, Shannon. All the best and the link to squeeze. Yeah. Past tense, guys. Past tense. I mean, what do you want me to do here? Studies have shown that microbial blobbity... Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, all right. Uh, Here's the deal. Uh, You could call us if you want because we came across a lovely list of the top sounds that trigger happy memories. What does it for you, Steve? Oh, you know, music... Like, like, like certain, for instance, I'll give you a very specific one. The soundtrack to the movie, don't make fun of me. I don't care if you do. The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Never saw it. Which is, you know, like the, the C.S. Lewis, the Chronicles of Narnia. And it's the first movie and the soundtrack I just love so much. And I remember watching the movies with, watching that movie with Lou before we had any kids in Anaheim, California. And then she got me. I love the soundtrack so much. She bought me the CD um, and I would listen to it on my way into work and back from work. And it was just like this cozy memory of mine. So when I hear that, I instantly feel at peace. That's lovely. How about you? Thanks for asking. For me, it's the sound of a train in the distance. Mm. Tell me more and tell me why. I grew up in a house that was across the street from some train tracks. And so I love the sound of trains. Yeah. Which side of the tracks were you on? The wrong side. Rocco. (laughs) It's the main streets of Garfield. You got it. Yeah, were you on the Garfield side or the Heathcliff side of the tracks? That's funny. (laughs) Rival cats. Yeah, spent a Uh, lot of time on train tracks. Rocco? Um, I'd say maybe a loon call. Oh. Reminds me of camping in the boundary waters. Let's hear your loon. (laughs) Which one the the that's pretty good no that was actually pretty good 
Oh, that, that got a little weird. I used to watch um, Ron Shera's show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Minnesota Bound. Yes. And I watched it when I moved here in 20, essentially 2014, right at the beginning of 2014. Um, that summer I went to a cabin and went on this cabin weekend. And it was like, I liked Minnesota before then. And I always say I fell in love with Minnesota that weekend. I was on the lake, on a boat. Aww. It was just beautiful. It was really great. Uh, but... I then came home and was so like, oh, cool. I just spent time at a cabin, so I should uh, really learn more about Minnesota Outdoors. So I started watching Minnesota Bound, and on the intro to that show, there is a loon call. And then I would always, so I I feel a similar vibe, though. Mine is, it reminds me of watching that show seven years ago, Rocco, as opposed to actually being out in the beautiful outdoors of Minnesota, the Boundary Waters, no less. That's lovely. Nice. Some other uh, answers, an old song you love, especially if you haven't heard it in a long time. Waves crashing on the beach. Mm. Birds chirping. I do love, there's a bird that does this. It goes. Here we go. I think you're getting a cat call from maybe a construction worker. That's that's why it stands out to me because it sounds like, like a... Hey, legs. A crackling fireplace is another one. Is that maybe like a scummy parrot that you live near, maybe? No, I hear it all the time. <laughs> like what I see. And then it ends with a... That's a cover-up for the first part, which is like a whistling pickup line. <laughs> How about a waterfall? Happy like what he see. Walking <laughs> on fresh snow. Oh, I love this sound. A cat purring. Mm. I love the sound of a cat purring so much. Oh, it makes me want to hold a cat right now. Okay. All right. Sorry, I blew up. Trees blowing in the wind. Steve. I have trees. The sound of rain. I do like rain, too. Rain is really nice. The right amount. Thunderstorms can be okay, but they got to stay chill out. Yeah. Oh, I also love the sound of church bells. That's a good one. Mm. Leaves rustling because it reminds us of fall. Yes. Bees, to which I say nay. Nay, no thank you. The radio playing in the background made the list at number 18. You guys. Stop. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We do have some calls coming in, so we're going to wait for Fred Flintstone to put them on hold. Fred Flintstone? Don't worry about it. What's up with I that? I did it for myself. Well, that's alarming. <laughs> there is a scene of Fred Flintstone like answering calls and lots of Rocco. What are you doing, Rocco? Um, I'm just hanging up on people. Um, okay. Two people said that the bird you're hearing is the whippoorwill. Here oh. we go. Whippoorwill. Okay, I don't know if that's working. Wait, hang on, I like oh, this. crickets are good too. Oh well, that was Spotify. Let me down. Let me try this one. Maybe I spelled it wrong. Okay, here we go. This is terrible. 
All right, sorry. Yeah, you suck. Um, they said that's the whippoorwill. I'll do what I can to find it. The whippoorwill, Donna. It's the whippoorwill. Whippoorwill. No, and I'm going to believe that it is the whippoorwill, even if you... I wonder if it's really going to sound like you're saying it sounds. Because you've struggled sometimes doing, like, the melody to a very common Um, song before. That's true. And so I don't even know... I've never known that you're much of a bird lover. That's That's pretty cool. I'm not sure that that's it, but maybe it is. I do like that though. That's nice. Birds, oh, in the spring, nothing. It's kind of got a beat to it. Yeah, it's like freestyle, Steve. That's good. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Good time. Uh, by the way, I want to tell you guys this. I am now seven episodes through. To live and die in L.A. Oh yeah, season two, the People podcast. Said it great after you recommended it. Well, season one, I was hooked on. What is this one about? It's another missing persons case. Neil Strauss, a uh, writer for Rolling Stone, you learn why he became interested in these missing persons cases. This one, though, is season one. I loved. This is getting so riveting, so captivating. The way that they tell the stories. And some things that have shifted. And he tells you at the beginning, everyone you hear from at some point, like in any investigation, will likely sound like a suspect. But don't jump to any conclusions. Walk this out in real time with us because he lays it out in the real time that he learned it. It's captivating. It's true crime. So it's it's heavy stuff. And he says, bear in mind, there's a real family involved. Uh, But it's wonderful storytelling to live and die in L.A. Season two is the name of the podcast. Uh, When we come back. Let's get light. Let's laugh a little bit. It's time for a Friday slow jam. Rocco slows down one of our segments to half speed, and we sound like total whittlebirds or whatever they're called. Smart speakers are so smart, they know how to be radios. Listen to my talk on yours. For some tips on enabling your Amazon Echo, go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword Alexa. When I'm meant to be like sleeping and cocaine. Let's take a look at Ken Barlow's 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. Looking pretty good. If you like sunny and warm today, it's going to be 80. Getting down to 62 tonight. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and warm. High of 80, low of 59. Sunday, he says a morning shower, then clearing and much cooler. High of 72. Right now, 74. Some say 23. Don't need to hide it. We're back. It's Friday. We're having fun on the Donna and Steve show with DJ Rock Lobster. It's fun to hear it. Time for this. Uh, hour three on Fridays, 1130. If you listen live, mm-hmm. we do a little something called Friday Slow Jam, which is where Rocco finds a segment that we did in real time earlier in the week. And we're convinced it was good radio at the time. Mm-hmm. He slows it down to half speed. And we hear how much we actually sound like idiots. Rocco, you did probably weren't able to find anything this week. No, it was, it was really hard. <laughs> it was, huh? Uh, Want to hear it? I guess sure. so. Okay, here, here we go. We should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. Do you sleep naked? Oh, no. Yes. You're soiling your sheets every night. (laughs) This is before the juice comes. I mean, this is... Wait, it's just going to get 
in a compounding way worse and worse for the state of Donna Sheets. The reason is, and this is from a doctor on TikTok, all that gas that you pass in your sleep generally contains some small amount of fecal matter. She oh. says the average person breaks wind 15 to 25 times per day. Hold my beer. <laughs> and some of those um, occur in your sleep. So you can essentially just slightly dirty your sheets every night clothing catches a hundo p hundred percent of those particles so as long as you're wearing underwear your sheets would stay relatively clean before you answer <laughs> I don't I wasn't going to <laughs> Donna what do you do with all this information and what would you say to your fellow nudists first of all I call foul <laughs> on this doctor who whatever his fake name is Tony Yoon why cause he's a TikTok partially <laughs> I don't think that's true for everyone what do you mean I don't think everyone is doing the things that <laughs> he claims they're doing in their sleep. I think everyone is. <laughs> don't you think? No. I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh you think that you're the and one I who does You're a lady. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep alone. What does it matter? Rolling around in her I think field. he just doesn't want you rolling around in dirty sheets. <sighs> How Why often do you not? clean your sheets? Bottoms. Because that's not a fabric-y situation. Now you're just used to it. Well, I think it's good for ladies oh, here we go. to oh, free no. themselves. Donna GBN. And air. You know, it's good for your... No. <laughs> Your health. <laughs> you guys hear about uh, Dancing with the Stars season 30? 
extra thought since then? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Thanks for asking. I do think... It's smart to air that thing out. Okay. <laughs> don't, I don't like how you're referring. It's good to like not have oh, wow. cotton on top of you at all times. But maybe just like get ready naked. You know what I mean? Brush your teeth naked. Because no. it's not like it's breathing super well under your probably like thick Egyptian cotton sheets and comforter. Don't act like it's getting fresh air. It's just you're just in granny panties under there, essentially. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I just, why do you bring these topics up? I did it. The study was presented to me from the firm that I work with. They said, this is an important one today. <laughs> I read it. It happened to apply to you because you're the only person I know that every day sleeps naked. I'm not. Grant sleeps <sighs> naked. What? Really? We just had a discussion out in the hall. Excuse me? Oh, boy. Now he's going to get Grant. Yeah. Grant. All right. Rocco, how about you? I boxers and t-shirt. I don't really sleep naked. All right. Grant, here's the story. I'm being shamed for sleeping without clothes on. Please. Now, here's what... Well, here's what we were saying. Donna said, you know, we found out that there's a study about... Mm -hmm. Essentially, and it's really yucky, but like fecal matter gets out. Yeah. Poop and, particles. Yes. And uh, guys, okay. I can't believe this. And we have a responsibility. We work on the radio. I know, but we're trying to help people right. as well. Yes. This is a, a help. All right. I'm going to use this for a public file. Yeah. They, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, submit this to uh, Senator Klobuchar. Okay. Thank um, you. Here is the situation. You can, if you wear bottoms, it's still, it would be good because then it keeps all of that. And Donna said the top feels like fabric-y and doesn't yeah, want to wear a shirt bunches. or whatever. And I get that. That yep. makes sense. I'm with but you. the bottom feels like, you know, if you're just wearing like tidy whities or the female equivalent of that, it would be fine. You wouldn't even notice. What's your price? So you sleep naked? Yes. Most of the time I do. What is going on? If, if I don't, it's a pair of mesh shorts because I can't have the briefs because they get a little bunchy. Okay. But mesh shorts mesh? can tangle. They like can fishnets or what's going on? No, hey, no, Rocco, you know, basketball cool. shorts. Okay. You know. Cool it, Rocco. I can talk about this. <laughs> fishnets. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing the fishnet briefs. How loose is the mesh is what we want to know. Um, so now you can't, you just, it feels like it sort of irritates your skin or you just feel like it's bunchy and interrupts your sleep. Mostly it's because I'm too hot. Mm, that's that the main too. it's the heat and it, the heat brings the stress down if you're cooler you're less stressed and you actually sleep better and the sheets feel so good on your skin if you have good sheets yeah. and by the way i just found an article about why you should definitely be sleeping naked it gives your hoo-ha a chance to breathe and may contribute to its general health mm. Oh, incidentally, I call him the general. <laughs> I don't know, Donna. That feels a little bit like confirmation bias. Look, no, no, I know. Look, I know. Of sleeping naked. All right, now I'm I'm going to try to look up why you shouldn't sleep naked. Okay. That's a good one right there. Didn't Let's see. you already do that in the last study? It, yes. <laughs> well, yes. we get dirty sheets, but I sleep with dogs, so it's already dirty as yeah, it is. Right? Boy, we uh, kicked the dog out of the bed, by the way. So we welcomed the dog into the bed from the crate for the first time in a year. He's like, he's like a year that he's been with us. And I was like, let's just try it. So we tried it. 
First day is fine. Second day is fine. And then we have kids who sometimes will come into our bed in the middle of the night. They can't sleep. They get woken up from a bad dream, whatever. And then they come in. Too much happening. And we just realized he was up and down and up and down. It was interrupting our sleep. What are people doing sleeping? So he's back in the crate now. He's in the crate and he didn't whine. I was really happy because I thought that I... Did I screw this up? No. Is he demanding that he sleeps outside of the crate now? But he seems to be doing fine. But I think if you are sleeping in the bed with another human, mm-hmm. a dog is very noticeable. Especially oh, especially a large dog. A dog like ours, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When what got kind a, of bed do you have? Well, Honest to goodness. We have the California King. Okay. And it's, you know, but still with that, I get about that six inch sliver on the far end of it if I sleep in it. Yeah. How many dogs it are in your bed? last night. We have. Junior, which is the little King Charles Cavalier, uh-huh. up at the head, running back and forth, finding like a, little positions. Like a cat. Like a cat. And then we've got uh, Bo, the 150-pound wolfhound, who gets the best spot, closest to the door, closest to the bathroom, takes up two-thirds of the bed. And then Lily and I get what's left of that third, which means I get about a fifth of that third. Where's the other dog? The other dog, Grizzly, is uh, on the floor. Oh, he, oh, that's a good we, boy. Yeah, we can't have two wolves. That's 300 pounds of just dog alone with Grizzly and Bo yeah. in the bed. So I get it. Wow. But yeah, I actually have my own room for that reason, too. You guys know this. Oh, I yeah. We have separate rooms because I usually fall asleep in there, but then leave because Junior running up and down or the dog coming up yeah. and down. I'm a light sleeper. I can't handle that. And with all that dog and Lily, there's too many poo particles for me to be in there. It is interesting. <laughs> and Lily. It is interesting to uh, to hear people's sleep patterns, what they do, how they sleep, what that thing is. You just find interesting things out. About people. Yeah. That's really bizarre. Hmm. Yeah. Well, good talking to you guys. Yeah, it was fun. Grant, how's everything going at uh, at LoJ? LoJ, it's uh, it's fun. They always keep me on my toes. Let's just put it that way. I would say yeah, so. Little yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So. I'm definitely afraid of Lori. I think she's <laughs> going to cut me someday in the hall. She's going to come find you that book, and she's going to beat you with that Wait, book. I'm going to get beaten with the <laughs> Billy Summers book. By the way, we have to be at page 350, Donna. I read a little bit yesterday. By Monday. Okay, that's fine. I'm at like 275. We yeah, got I got to, yeah, we'll get there. Step we'll it out, get Donna. There. It's getting really good. Uh, Grant, it's nice to hear from you. Oh, thanks, thanks guys. Nice. It's good really good you. to be back in the room with you. As um, you were. Thank well, you. Well, what are we going to do next? Oh, how about this? When we uh, when we come back, there's some really interesting audio that we have of what it sounded like on Minnesota radio on 9-11 yeah. 20 years ago. Tomorrow marks the 20th anniversary of that fateful day here in our country. Um, you'll get to hear what it unfolded like as you were driving into work, very likely. Uh, that coming up next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'll hit you with some quick uh, local news before we hear what it sounded oh, like on yeah, the radio sure. 20 years ago um, as they were live on the air talking about 9-11. It's really interesting audio. We'll let you hear that in a moment. Gable Stevenson. Uh, Stevenson, the U of M wrestler who went and won a gold medal in the Olympics this summer is, get this, returning to the U of M for his senior wrestling season and signed with the WWE. No way! Yeah, he became the first uh, gopher wrestler in program history to win an Olympic gold medal. He defeated George's Gino Pestrianivili, that's not right, um, in the men's freestyle in the wrestling division. Anyway, he is now signed with the WWE to be a part of the roster while he also 
finishes college. And he tweeted out, childhood dream accomplished. I've officially signed with the WWE. Thank you for the opportunity. Let's work. That is outstanding. And Brock Lesnar, former U of M guy who went on to really big things in the WWE and even in the UFC as well. He was the biggest draw on that card for several years. And so shout out to Gable Stevenson. Way to go. All right. Well, tomorrow is, if you can believe it, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, just a few things to tell you about before we get to that audio. Uh, President Biden will visit all three sites where the attacks unfolded. Uh, the 9-11 Memorial in New York will hold a ceremony and read the victims' names out loud. Hmm. Uh, events are happening at the Pentagon, at the Flight 93 Memorial in Pennsylvania, where my brother just uh, visited. Um 2,977 people were killed on September 11th, and over 6,000 were injured. Obviously, as we know, it's the deadliest terror attack in history. Um, So, by the way, that memorial uh, will start at 7.30 local time, followed by a moment of silence at 7.46 a.m. when the first plane hit the North Tower. I've gone back on YouTube before and pulled up uh, the Today Show and Good Morning America, things like that, to see how did they handle this when this historic, awful news broke while they were live on the air. I had never heard this before, though, and I think it was our radio boss. Yep, Dan Seaman. um, Who posted this on a local radio page, and this is a little bit of what 9-11-2001 sounded like here on Minnesota Radio. You'll hear from a variety of different familiar voices. Let's listen to a little. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. And we are watching, uh, and you should know about this, breaking news in New York that has developed at 7.48 hour time, local time, uh, an airplane hit the World Trade Center, crashed into the World Trade Center. Unbelievable story happening right now in New York City. Emergency crews are racing to the World Trade Center, which has huge plumes of thick black smoke and explosions coming out of the North Tower. There's no confirmation of what caused it, but there are reports that a plane crashed into the building. Both towers, World Trade Center, New York, John both have been hit by airplanes within the last half hour. There's talk of terrorist attack here. The FBI was apparently investigating hijacking earlier. It is a devastating sight. Catastrophe has struck the World Trade Centers in New York City. Two planes have crashed into the columns, a tower over New York City. The president alleging in his brief moment live across the nation that these are terrorist attacks as uh, the White House is able to understand it right now. Both World Trade Center towers completely engulfed in smoke, debris flying onto Manhattan. We now have breaking news coming in that there are the Pentagon is now being evacuated. This is just given to Sanji, an aircraft crashed near the Pentagon. Now, the the second tower has crumbled. The South Tower has collapsed of the World Trade Center's Twin Towers. We watched one of the towers of uh, the World Trade Center disappear from the skyline. This is right. I can't believe I got through to you again. It's well, late. We just, holy crap, we just got news here that a airplane is approaching the Pentagon oh. at a high rate of speed. Just getting in now as a bulletin. Oh. Again, the Federal Aviation Administration has grounded all takeoffs from any national airport. We just got some uh, calls from people that work out at Minneapolis International and said exactly that, that they they, uh, they canceled all flights out yes. the airport. We now go live. To, I assume, Governor, you're at the Capitol. Governor Jesse Ventura? Yes, Lee. I'm in my office right now. Minnesota's security uh, has been heightened. The National Guard is on alert. Many Ugh. of the state's most visible targets have been closed. Uh, the Mall of America, the airport.
report the IDF center. The Afghanistan government, which is harbored Osama bin Laden for years, they will bear the wrath from this country if it turns out it was bin Laden. We are now joined uh, by telephone by Senator Paul Wellstone. What is the rational order of events that you think need or should be? Boy, this is really interesting. Uh, that's a little bit again of how how 9/11 unfolded the morning of 9/11. Uh, 2001. And it was interesting. Yeah, as you mentioned, we were hearing a, a variety of different familiar voices from the radio here in the Twin Cities. Uh, Lee Volsvik at one point reaching out and said, Rick, I don't know who this Rick was, but as he was saying, it sounded like in real time, 20 years ago, he was saying, like, we just got word that there is currently a plane right. fast approaching the yes. Pentagon. Yes. And then sure enough, it ends up happening that way. I remember the other night watching. 9/11, One Day in America, mm-hmm. the Nat Geo six-part special on um, on the, the the terrorist attack and how that all unfolded that day, and they have only security footage of a plane hitting the Pentagon, and it's right. it's like from a security gate for a parking lot, and so it's you get an image, and then a second later you yeah. get an image, so it's not exactly a full video, but goodness, I actually looked at that and thought. How were they even able to get that plane to hit such a low building? Right. You know, it was it was like you feel like you so easily could have missed that building and not hit the target, but of course it was god awful that they did hit the target. It's just I, I find it um both fascinating and chilling when you hear those live reports. And when you're in that moment, because I was live on the air as well, when you're in that moment, you're trying to absorb what's happening because we had TVs in our studios. Mm-hmm. You're trying to absorb the information, but you're experiencing complete horror. So so were you doing a morning show at the time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um and we so what are you what are you guys talking about because i was a, i was a senior in high school when this happened so okay. um we're having conversations just in the school what are the conversations are you talking during a commercial break saying how much should we be telling the audience how do we tell the audience um we were just like gather up as much information as you can i think we went live to the today show at one point mm-hmm. um but we were watching it we looked up thought that they were just like a lot of people thought they were showing us a replay of what had happened, Mm -hmm. not understanding at the time that that was a second plane hitting the other tower. Right. And it was just chilling. And after we left, I think we stayed on later after we left. I mean, my, my family was calling, we didn't have cell, you know, cell phones like we do now. Mm -hmm. We're calling the office to let me know everyone was okay because they knew that I was going to be panicked. When I left, I went to my friend Nancy's house, uh, her apartment in downtown Minneapolis. And as I'm driving in Bloomington, because that's where our studios were, every person that I saw in other cars had their hands over their mouth, Mm. just listening Mm. to the information on the radio. Mm. People were crying you know, you could look over and see someone at a red light that you were at and they were just had tears coming down their face. Oh, I'm going to get choked up. It just it does not feel like 20 years ago. Not at all. Yeah. Um, we, we, we were in high school and I remember it started happening and then we didn't know they weren't smart classrooms to your point in 2001. And so it's not like we had TVs or anything. And very rare was the cell phone. 
Uh, but I remember a teacher who came in and said, uh, September 11th, 2001 is a day that you will never forget. Something poetic and right along the lines of that and then started to unpack what had happened. And it was just so crazy. You know what we did? We locked our, the doors to the school. That was like the only thing that we knew to do. So we did. We went on right. lockdown. We were in Pennsylvania. One plane crashed in Pennsylvania. We didn't right. know. Nobody knew what was next. Right. You remember waking up the next day on September 12th. I know we're up against the clock. And you thought, I was so scared on September 12th thinking something else is going to happen. Me too. It just felt like now we're vulnerable and we're vulnerable forever. But then, of course, uh, you saw America really bind together there in the days after that. And. Yep. Um, sort of forge a strength in the midst of all that. I hope uh, we can remember that, you know, as, you know, humanity. I hope we can remember to be good to one another like we were 20 years ago. Yeah, Steve Buscemi also offered, he volunteered for the fire department, said, never forget because some people don't have the choice to never forget. Um, right. So our love to all of those who were impacted by 9-11 in New York, Pennsylvania, and here in Minnesota.